Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. And on this week's episode, we have a very special guest, Abby from the podcast Makeup, Masking, and Murder is here. Yay. Hi, Abby. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I think you're mixing all of my favorite genres of (laughs) self-care, true crime, serial killers, and beauty. Serial killers and serums. Exactly. Oh, love that. Gonna have to use that. (laughs) Serial killers and serums. That's unreal. (laughs) So, Abby, we want to get to know all about you, what you do. So can you tell us about yourself, where you're from, and what you do? Yes. So, okay. My name's Abby Hill. Um, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. I've lived here most of my life. Um, I'm 24 years old. I have a husband who's the sweetest, um, great family. I don't know. I don't know. We want fur babies, don't have any yet, still apartment living. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, <laughs> but I am a hairstylist and makeup artist. And That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. So I started out in the salon and then I got into freelance and I only do the salon once a week now and have kind of shifted my interest more towards makeup, like editorial and commercial and film stuff. That's awesome. So you're really in the makeup industry. What, I mean, like, how did you decide that you wanted to work in cosmetics or hair and all of that? Um, I don't remember making a conscious decision to go to hair school. I just kind of did it. I know that sounds so Uh bad, but it was just kind of like, (laughs) I'm going to hair school. I've been obsessed with the fashion industry since I was like an infant though. Like I've been like dressing everyone around me and I do a little bit of wardrobe styling and we can get into that too. But um, mm-hmm. cool. yeah, I've just always been in love with the industry and I think that was like a like a good place to start. Um, and then That's makeup awesome. wise, I actually was mm-hmm. working on a set where I met my mentor, one of my very best friends, Cami Bessie, she's a makeup artist and I was doing hair and she was doing makeup and just watching her and talking to her about it. I was like, oh, makeup could be like a thing I could do. And then I learned from her and then the rest is like, I've gone to different makeup artist master classes and YouTube and kind of just self-taught. So yeah, it just kind of evolves constantly what I'm doing though, which is really fun because I get really bored. (laughs) I take on 50 (laughs) projects at once always. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you um, balance freelance with you know the podcast how do you how did you decide to go freelance that's kind of Um, a big step for a lot of people yeah um I don't know it kind of just was the natural step like because I was already in the salon so it just started by like oh I'll go assist this person on this for a couple days this week you know or just stuff like that um Mm -hmm. but I never really had the interest of working at a makeup counter or anything, which I really regret because I think I would have like learned so much about products and like, I think it sounds so fun and like you learned so much and you guys were telling me, um, on my episode of my podcast that like, you're like, I kind of know what's coming out before it does and you get to try everything (laughs) and I'm sure you just like learn so much. Whereas I'm like, Oh, I'm on this commercial and I'm learning this and that's not a fun place to have a learning experience you know what I mean (laughs) yeah Um, but I also think in Utah there's like this industry of like 
and probably with Instagram and everything now, but, like, like, DMing a photographer, getting a DM from them, like, let's set up this, like, creative shoot, and that's where a lot of my work was and is still with, like, editorial, so. Well, that's really cool, though, because it's, I mean, you guys are networking together, but that you guys are, it's, like, a mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice, like, I have two photographers who we just kind of have each other's backs, you know, like, I don't take as many collaborations anymore, because, I'm just busy and you know now I have the podcast mm-hmm. and I have all these things and I'm like I need to balance yeah. I'm I do kind of get in workaholic mode and <laughs> that's like something that I have to work on especially like my husband will be like you haven't been home in a week like I miss <laughs> you and also uh-huh. like we we need to have balance and go to the gym and cook and you know all of that and we haven't done right. laundry in a month or <laughs> So it's definitely figuring out the balance and sometimes I don't have as much control as I would like of that. But I think it's also like being okay saying no to jobs. Um, Well, that's also really cool that you are so busy that you can say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a really lucky place to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I feel... And being your own boss can't hurt, right? No, it's so nice because like (laughs) um, we really love traveling and so it will just be really easy to just oh, like, let me block out this time, and it's super nice, and my husband works from home, so it's really oh, great, wow. us both having really sure. flexible schedules. Oh, you have, like, the dream scenario <laughs> for me. It's, it's like, it's you know, nice. you can make your own rules, make your own yeah. hours, and And I won't really lie, like, there are months when I'm like, I hope I get a call or a couple calls this month. I hope I can, like, pay my bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is the really scary yeah. thing about freelance. Um mm-hmm. But I think you kind of eventually just get to the point where you know, like, okay, like, someone or something will call. Like, I'll book something. Um, yeah. Well, but I awesome. still feel like I'm still, like, decently early stages. Like, I've only mm-hmm. been in, like, the commercial industry for, like, a year and a half, two years. So I wouldn't say I'm busy all the time with it. But um, I think, like, having the salon to fall back on, and also I have been taking on weddings this year, I think that helps me feel a lot more secure. Oh, that's super fun. Do you uh, prefer doing your commercial shoots or your editorial shoots or brides? Um, so I hope none of my brides listen to this, but I literally hate weddings. <laughs> I think they're, <laughs> like, I, this year, I was, like, final, I'm, like, just gonna double my prices and see if anyone books me, because I don't even want to do this. Um, and I only oh take God. on a certain number <laughs> every year. Uh-huh. I just, it's just such a, like, tense situation, and I don't know, I just don't love doing weddings. And it's also not really the style of makeup I do, which I, like, okay. try to make very clear, I'm definitely, like, more natural, like, I'm not the, like, glam, big lashes, like, which I think is mm-hmm. so beautiful and awesome when people can do it, um, right. but it's just not what I'm hired for, you know? It's not my style. Yeah. Um, editorial is my very favorite, but it That's doesn't awesome. pay very well, you know? Okay. So, um, uh-huh. so probably commercial these days. I do like film, too, but the hours are kind of crazy, and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't ever been on, like, full-time on a film. I've just gone and day-played. Um, mm-hmm. But even that, I'm, like, like my friend just got hired on a show full-time, and I'm, like, see you in a year. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so can you tell us what films you've worked on? Um, so only, like, a couple. Like, I've day-played on – have you guys heard of the show Yellowstone? 
Yeah. 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 So I've day played on that um, a little this season and a little that season, and that's really fun, and I love the girls. So I do hair on that. I love the girls in that hair department. They're super awesome. Um, And then I'll just work on, like, TV shows here and there. I mean, being in Utah, like, a lot of it is, like, BYU TV shows. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, just, like, commercials, like, stuff like that. Um, And then just a few, like, small films, like – that first film that I was on where I met that makeup artist was just like a small indie type film, but it was actually about aliens and it actually <laughs> was at a very haunted building. Like I have an episode coming out about that because it was, Ooh, wow. oh my gosh, like the creepiest place. It's called Fear Factory in Utah. Well, so they made it into a haunted house. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, if you want to hear about that, I'll just have to send you guys the episode. But- but, yeah, fun. That's so fun. So are you represented by an agency or how do you book uh, shows, like commercial shows or stuff like that? Like how Word does that work? Word of mouth. So they don't really okay. have agencies here in Utah for makeup artists. We So mm-hmm. long story short, me and my husband actually were supposed to move to Scottsdale this year. Um, but he had some health issues come up. Um, so we are still here, but like out there, I was looking to get an agent, but it's just not really a thing here. So it's all word of mouth and who, you know, and so networking's super important here. Yeah. So you have to be really good at putting yourself out there and like selling yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I also yeah. think like, because I have like Cammie, who's a mentor and like, I recently, um, just met a makeup artist named Dawn, who's amazing and so awesome. Um, And she just moved down to St. George. So Mm -hmm. she's been, like, kind of referring me a couple of things here and there. Like, it's just, like, I think it's, like, finding those people who are in the industry who are busy enough. And if you assist them and they like you and they like your work, then, like, you'll be grateful if they send you jobs, you know. And I think it's then you meet that producer and that person. You get hired. They call you back, you know. So... Well, that's nice. At least it's really nice that you have, like, those relationships that they can, you know, help you out as well and build your career that way. So that's nice. You don't have to just feel you're doing it on your own. No, no. I think that it's, I mean, with anything in this world, it's about, like, who you know and what relationships you build and all of Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So let's talk about you as a professional makeup artist. Um, So... Can you tell us, like, what kind of staples you have in your kit? Like, let's say, like, yeah, like, what's, like, the best, like, I'm assuming as a makeup artist, you need to have literally every shade of foundation. Yes. Although I do mix a lot. one you carry? Um, So I carry Yves Saint Laurent, which I really love because it's buildable, but it's also, it looks like skin. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the touch de claw. I'm totally saying that wrong, but do you know which one I'm talking about? The one in the the squeeze tube uh-uh. um, with the pump on it uh with the pump yes yeah okay yeah and I love I have that, that. I think I have yeah and then like I can always you know I'll always be powdering and stuff anyways um for more commercial stuff so I think that one's a really good base because if you start with something too matte already then it just starts getting like thick and yeah. chalky and gross um so yeah right. I think that's <laughs> That one's a really good versatile that I've loved for commercial and for um, editorial stuff. It's really awesome. I also mm-hmm. do use um, the MAC face and body. That's what I'll use usually on men for commercial stuff. Okay. Because um, it just be feels like, like skin. Yeah. 
Um, and then for brides, I like the Estee Lauder double wear because it stays all day. Double yeah. wear is like putting paint on your it face. Literally it literally is. is. Like I wouldn't wear it day to day, but I'm like this, like mm-hmm. you're going to be crying. You're going to be dancing. You're like, it's going to, it's not going to move. So no, it's, it's insane. I used to wear that when I first started in cosmetics because mm-hmm. I loved like a full face of yeah. like matte foundation and it makes your skin look insanely it good, really but does. it is very thick. It's a really intense foundation. I feel like you could like peel it off. <laughs> yeah. But, no, if you but it looks like, stunning. Skin. Like it looks like kind of that airbrush, like very just like perfect skin. I feel like it evens yeah. out your texture too a lot. Not even just like color. Literally. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the gr- the girls that work at the Estee Lauder counter always have this like flawless complexion. I was like, God, that double wear yeah. is just so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's wild, but it definitely is really heavy for day to day. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, other things I keep in my kit, I love. This is kind of a recent love. Have you guys tried the um, Ken De Joe? Is that what it's called? Yeah, um, finishing powder. No, we just started carrying that at our store. Yeah. Okay, so Um, I just got it. it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just got it at one of Nam Vo's classes, um, which also, guys, if you, like, well, one of you does makeup, like, on other people as a makeup artist. Yeah. Okay, guys, her classes are, like, $300, which is a lot, but I'm not kidding. You get over (laughs) two grand of full-size products. Wow. Like, her first class I went to in New York, a giant tote full. And it's all full-size. It's not just, like, random samples. Like, and I totaled it up. It really was probably, like, $1,500 or $2,000. So, so worth it. Um, But, yeah, I really love that powder. Um, I Let's see. What else do I keep in my kit? (laughs) I was going to ask, because I know that, I mean, prepping the skin is, a very very important part like what like skincare products do you use on your clients or on set to prep skin yeah so it depends because I have noticed if I do my full skin prep that I would do for like editorial or just like event Mm -hmm. makeup um that they're like you're powdering more throughout the day um right so on set it's usually just like a serum a moisturizer um and a primer is usually what I'll do. Whereas, like, with editorial stuff, I will start out – well, and I'll tone for both of them. I use the Fresh Rose Toner. Have you guys used that before? No. Is that the one with the rose petals mm-hmm. in it? But it kind of looks oh, like an nice. alien. Like, it's kind of gross looking. I don't know if I love the look of the rose petals. I feel uh-huh. like people kinda always brown. eye it and are like, what is yeah. that? I'm like, I promise <laughs> it's, I'm not putting rotten stuff on your face. Um, but I'll start with that and then usually next I'll use um, a serum like a vitamin C is always good in brightening or um, let's see what else have I loved lately or like a rose hip if they're really dry I'll use like a rose hip oil type thing and then have you guys used Fresh's black tea kombucha essence no, um, I don't have, I don't have very many things from Fresh. Okay, like, if you haven't finished up your Sephora haul for the sale right now, it's so good. <laughs> I love it, and it smells really good, and I feel like it just kind of keeps you fresh all day. Um, mm-hmm. And then moisturizer, the one I keep in my kit is actually the First Aid Beauty one. Have you guys used that? Or First Aid Yeah, Karina has it. Yeah. Is it the priming moisturizer? Mm-hmm. 
that's the one I use. I love it. The coconut. Yeah. Yes. 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 I yes. love it I use that so every day. much. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's glowy and it smells mm-hmm. good. I think I like a priming moisturizer. I don't love silicone pore filling moisturizer. I don't either. Primers. I don't either. Yeah. My other. I don't like it. Yeah. My other primers I love are the, have you guys used the Too Faced Hangover RX? Like the coconut yeah. Yeah. water? I love that one. Yeah. Or I mm-hmm. did recently try the Ole Henriksen Banana Boat Cream. And I actually think that one's been a really good one for onset to like, you don't go oily. You keep, mm-hmm. you keep pretty matte. That's like probably the closest to like silicone that I want to get. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't love the slippery feel. It I just feel, I, I feel like. I mean, I guess I feel like foundation pills off with it. It totally, yeah, yeah. I I don't, yeah, I don't love the silicone. Yeah, I mean, moisturizer that that fresh or excuse me, the first aid beauty one. I really like it. Yeah, that's like on my favorite. Yeah, like every month. I'm totally a fan. Have you ever had like a total makeup disaster on set or like a hair disaster that just like went really wrong? I feel like not really on set. I'm trying to think, though. Like, I feel like this would be more like a photo shoot type vibe. Um, but no, not that I can think of. I'll, I'll oh, keep that good. in the back of my brain. Like, I feel yeah, like I could totally. tell you more, like, salon things from hair school instead of, like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. No, I don't know. I think just because I do, I am an over-preparer. I keep, like, a pretty well-stocked kit. It's like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've never had like a disaster that I couldn't fix necessarily. Good. Not in like a, yeah. not in like a, like a cocky way or anything, but just, I've been lucky. Right. I don't know. Nothing crazy has really happened. Yeah. I've definitely had the issue where foundation is peeling off of the skin and I'm just like, yeah. like I've already gotten so far and I'm like, oh, okay, well let me just start all over again because that is annoying no seriously the worst okay also though the worst is when um when you're on set and people's lipsticks like bleeding and you're just there with concealer like trying to fix their lips something about lips it's like I don't know or like mascara getting (laughs) on like a freshly finished lid like how fun is that oh I hate yeah okay best little trick though take a dry spoolie like mascara wand and just kind of like Uh rub it off and it just like yeah right off i only found it it a year ago and i was like wow life changing (laughs) (laughs) do you have to do you curl people's eyelashes or do you let them curl their own eyelashes i let them curl their own i will if they want me to but i think it's terrifying Same. Yeah. Whenever I have clients, I'm like, are you comfortable doing this? Because yeah. I am not about to throw out yeah. your entire role. Seriously. Yeah. Like, oh, are you about to sneeze? Like, don't warn me and let me rip out your eyelash. Like, <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> it's just so many things could go wrong. Um, okay. Let's talk about hair. Like, me and Karina are very low maintenance when it comes yeah. to hair. Why was hair something that you were drawn to? And do you cut hair and color hair or do you just do like one or the other? Um, so I think just in general in my life, I just am a very color oriented person. I think that's why I love mm-hmm. makeup too. But coloring hair yeah. always like I love coloring hair, which is actually really fun because I have um, developed a hair color allergy in the last couple of years oh wow yeah which is so ironic but I really do love coloring hair and then I'm actually an extension specialist so I do they're called natural beaded row extensions um 
And I just, there's nothing more satisfying than coloring the hair, putting in the extensions, styling it, and all, you know, it all blending together. I don't, yeah. I do cutting, but I wouldn't call myself even close to a cutting specialist. Like, I don't even cut men's hair. Um, yeah. I cut my dad's hair, and I cut my cousin's <laughs> hair sometimes, and I cut my brother's hair. Like, I even send my husband to a barber. <laughs> there are just so <laughs> many, like, barbering school is its own thing now. So that's just a right. whole another animal, but... Yeah, so I think it was coloring more than anything. I just love, like, creating colors, so, yeah. Do you do funky colors, or are you, like, Um, more natural, like? So I would say, like, kind of my specialty is the, like, lived-in color. Um, Nice. And I feel like I've kind of developed this relationship with a lot of my clients um, where it's, like, we want to do something that you don't have to come back for four to six months. You know what I mean? Um, just awesome. kind of, if that's the look they're going for, obviously. I mean, some right. people are wanting different things, but I will be the first to say I don't love doing like bright colors because I think that's its own specialty on its own um, because you mm-hmm. have to right. get it lifted light enough and then it has to be even. And I just, it's, they're hard. Like, I'll admit. And like, they don't last been, very long. They don't. Yeah. Like, I yeah. have a client who likes to go rose gold and I'm like, you know, this is going to last like three weeks. Like, <laughs> don't be mad at me you know I just feel like when you're doing those kind of colors there's so many disclaimers and I hate that being like we might not get it there today just letting you know like you know just like going down this list I just don't it's just stressful it just gives me so much anxiety (laughs) yeah hair seems really difficult I have a friend that does hair but she only wants she only likes to do blonde because it's something that she's more comfortable with Mm -hmm. like she would never like I'm very dark brunette she would never touch my hair like she would just like not go there I think it's just too scary for her (laughs) yeah and see I'm a lot more comfortable like lifting like I do like working on like darker hair too but like I'm way more comfortable with bleach than necessarily with like color I mean I guess I still do work with color a lot because like toning and all this stuff like that but yeah I think you just kind of find what makes sense to you and I I don't know I think and this is gonna sound like I dip my, like, I, you know, have my hand in so many different pots because I do do a lot of different things, but I think I have kind of narrowed it down enough that I'm not stretching myself too thin, and I think it's so important to not stretch yourself too thin because, like, I remember in hair school, they're like, okay, we're teaching you nails, we're teaching you basic aesthetics, like, so, like, waxing, all of that, we're teaching you cutting, coloring, we're teaching, like, too many things, makeup. A lot, yeah. So, like... I just remember there were so many girls who were so overwhelmed and I'm like, just choose one. Like when I got done, I was just the salon. And I think that was like the best thing I could have done for myself because you can't be good at like 50 different things, you know, until I feel like you have to really go in and master it before you take on the next. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. That always confused me about going to beauty school. It's like you, it's kind of just everything all at once. And then you kind of like figure out what you want. I feel like it should be a little bit more, Um, you don't learn anything in beauty school I'm just gonna tell you that now I knew nothing the day I walked out I had a lot of friends that said I don't know why I went like and especially different states require different amount of hours and Mm -hmm. Oregon has one of the highest amount of hours that you have to put in it's kind of insane I don't know it's just a lot and you just the last few months I like I'm sighing just thinking about it It it's so brutal like you're just sitting there all day waiting for like a client um it's so rough (laughs) but yeah I it's crazy like with the nails and stuff like they taught you how to paint but 
they literally, like, as you're training for your state board, they're like, we're teaching you how to do an acrylic nail because you have to do it on your state board. And you're like, why haven't I been working on this for the last year? I haven't even talked about oh my this. God. And same with, Yikes. like, they taught you a facial for the state board, but uh-huh. they basically just taught you the motions of it. It was so bizarre. It was so weird. Like, I would... <laughs> And perms, like who gets, no one gets perms anymore. Can we just skip that whole thing? (laughs) I don't know. I like still would be down for perms if they weren't so damaging. Cause like imagine like a beach wave perm, like that would be so nice. Just get up every day. Yeah. And, but they're (laughs) so bad for your hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's, we're going to take a little bit of a pivot here if you would. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about your podcast. Like where did the idea come from? Why do you like to talk about, makeup and murder like tell us a little bit about that so okay so it kind of started with um I have this client who's become one of my dear friends and I'm sure she'll listen to this so hi Mads um but we literally like she for a while because she was one of my silver colors which she's like the only person who can get me to do that to her hair and now she's black black hair and I'm so happy that we don't do that anymore sorry love you but yeah but um we are both like skincare junkies and then like crime junkies so we would just sit there and our conversation would be like half and half and I finally one day was like well I was actually talking to my dad because um they have a studio here at his office and like all these people are doing all these awesome podcasts and I did try YouTube and it just wasn't really for me um, but yeah. I still love the talking. I just didn't like having my face on camera, honestly. And also I felt like that was kind of changing the game for like my private lessons and workshops. Like people were like, oh no, just do a video of this. And I'm like, no, like if you want my knowledge, come take a lesson from me, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. but so sorry, long story short, I'm like rambling, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. So it just, we like loved that stuff and I kind of was like, hearing of all this stuff going on in my dad's office and I was just like you know what like that sounds fun and I also have so much fun like creating a brand and like I've had so much fun with like my social media and like I don't know I just feel like I'm already talking to people about this stuff all day that I was like why not and it really started out like and kind of I think it's turning into like even more of a passion and I'm like really excited about actually like growing it than I thought it was but at first I was like just like a hobby like Work was kind of slow at the moment. I was like, why not? Just, like, something to do, and I think I'll enjoy, Mm -hmm. and it'll be really fun to, like, get friends in there and talk about their stories, because, yeah, I do this anyways. Um, And I kind of thought it was, like, a fun niche that now that I've, like, talked to more people about it, I'm like, people actually kind of like this combination. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I love, Um, like, the format of, like, they tell me about their favorite products at the beginning of the episode, and then, you know, they tell me their, like, spooky story or their tie. Like, I interviewed someone last week who grew up in the neighborhood of um, Susan and Josh Powell. Do you guys know that case? Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Have you listened to the Cold podcast? Oh, my gosh. Blew my mind. He did such Crazy. a good job. I Every Wednesday, yeah. I was so excited to listen. So, yeah, it yeah, just kind of came story. together, and I think I just thought it'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll see where it goes, but it's become something I'm really passionate about and love doing, so, yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so um, we're not going to talk about beauty for the next, like, five minutes because I want to know who's your favorite <laughs> serial killer. <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> which I'm like, it's not that I like them as a person. It's just their story fascinates me, and I'm just yeah. going to, like, back 
backstory, I I think one of the things I find the most interesting about true crime is the mental, like, health or, men- you know what I mean? Like, behind yes. it. Yeah. Um, like, mm-hmm. what, how can a person do this? Um, right. Yeah. I think Ted Bundy has always kind of intrigued me the most just because I grew, like, he was here, you know? It's like we, yeah. on the weekends, would go to Ted Bundy's house of Immigration Canyon or... It was just kind of one I always heard about the most. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many interesting ones, though. Um, I also am very fascinated by... Um, oh, my gosh, my brain. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many. Um, but I, I tend to um, be more interested in, like, the ones in the 1900s versus killers now. You know what I mean? Because it was, like, more of a mystery. Like, it was, like, how is... Whereas, like, now, it's, like, oh, people... I don't know. I know that sounds really gross. (laughs) How do I say this without (laughs) sounding like a sicko? (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's really cool. I mean, I think what got me into, like, the whole true crime was, like, you know, as a kid, everybody knows about Jack the Ripper. And it's just such a fascinating story about how nobody really knows, like, who this person is. Like, they have kind of an idea. Totally. And then, but then so many copycats were coming out of the woodwork and being like, oh, yeah, I'm Jack the Ripper. This guy's Jack the Ripper. It's like, yeah, it was crazy. So that's kind of what got me into it. Yeah. Well, I I kind of have to, like, press it. Yeah. Oh, totally. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, like, in my, (laughs) in high school, I used to read so many, like, true crime blogs. Oh. Um, because this was before like podcast yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> um, and I once went up to my teacher and I was like, Is did I love to read about serial killers? <laughs> he's oh like gosh. he's like, As long as you don't kill me. As long as you're not like, All right, cool. reenacting like, okay, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I so yeah. do you guys remember what like your first crime so was Jack the Ripper, like your your start of your murdery no days or your you know? <laughs> I don't Unsolved Mysteries helped as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that show is insane. There, I was just, I just discovered that Dateline has put out a podcast of like their backlog of crime no stories. Yeah, so there's like they do like five a week. So if you are in need of a fix, there's yeah. stories back from like early two thousands on there. So it's really interesting. Um, I don't know. Awesome. I just think, especially before. DNA was a thing there was just so much mystery surrounding serial killers like mm-hmm. when we were talking about Mindhunter on your on yeah, your episode yeah. and the fact that like people didn't even have a name to put to it because there was no talking in between states like police mm-hmm. forces about what was yeah. going on in their state so well, they kind of just thought all of these murders were just one-offs and they were all connected yeah, yeah. did you guys see um the Ted Bundy tapes I think I watched the first episode and I didn't really get into it, but yeah. it was so what it was, was fascinating. So crazy to me was like they yeah they literally like had no idea because it's like he's in Washington, he's in Idaho, he's in Utah, he's in Colorado, he's in Florida, you know. And like the fact yeah. that they actually were able to tie it together though was so I think that was like a groundbreaking thing back then. Um, mm-hmm. I also remember like being little though. This is kind of the first. I remember, like, getting into crime um, and just seeing the news, and it was when Elizabeth Smart went missing, and uh, then uh-huh. Susan and Josh, pa- Josh Powell were shortly after, and also Lori Hacking. So, and those were all local to me, 
So I think that's Absolutely. when I kind of started getting an interest because, like, watching these stories on the news, you know, unfold. And I'm sure my parents, if they listen to this, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, when were you watching the news as a seven-year-old? But, like, I don't know. I remember, like, hiding behind the couch at my aunt and uncle's house and just scaring myself to death but being so intrigued. Um, okay, wait, I do have another one. Um, huge yeah. spoiler alert, though, but Robert Durst. Oh, oh my gosh. My God. That was absolutely wild. That shit crazy. Okay, when so you guys have seen the jinx, finale, obviously, right? Oh my God. Holy wow. And it was crazy because when that finale aired, it was in real time that he was getting arrested. Yeah. Because well, of and, that. Oh my oh. God. That was crazy. I saw this meme the other night that was, it was funny because it kind of like touched in both worlds. It was like, when you realize the sound guys heard you talking shit on him for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> but then it's like, but then the caption underneath, it was like some true crime thing. They were like, or you just revealed that you murdered three people while like going to the wow. bathroom. Like, <laughs> like no, oh crazy. my gosh. But like that case to me was so insane. But also going back to like, I'm sorry, his childhood was shit. Like, his, yeah. ugh, like, watching his mom commit suicide, like, that made me sick. Yeah. And that doesn't make anything he did okay. But it just, right. you wonder from such a young age, like, him watching that, I bet death to him was just in, in such a different light. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, that was, that was such a crazy story. What Gosh. I love about serial killers, and actually, like, one of my favorite true crime podcasts yeah. is Last Podcast on the Left. Okay. I've listened to a few I don't know episodes. If you to They're, I mean, they are a trio of guys that are comedians, so yeah. sometimes they'll make real crass jokes about <laughs> it, but to me, to me, it's hilarious. Oh, I, they no, really I love dive that. into, like, the childhood and, like, the family situations of serial killers, yeah. and it's interesting because, obviously, it doesn't, it doesn't justify what they do later no. on in life at all. No, but, but I don't think, like, it's just, the sometimes these stories are just insane yeah yeah like growing up so destitute in a household of like such intense abuse and neglect mm -hmm. and like they basically yeah. call it like the soup like that's the soup that he's simmering in to, before they like boil over oh, oh. absolutely okay now i need it's to go listen to last podcast i feel like i really gotten a podcast all at once and i tried to listen to like 15 at once and you know that doesn't work it's hard it's so hard. i yeah. do need to revisit that because i yeah it wasn't that i didn't like them i think i just was listening to too many but um i yeah they do like heavy hitters like they do series yeah. on like the heavy hitting serial killers and okay. it's so interesting i'm excited i do have to say though but then you look at ted bundy he had a normal childhood for the most part like you know yeah what I mean? sometimes you just never know so yeah well and that's just like you know like sociopaths and psychopaths and I don't know even like Mindhunter like the Ed Kemper's wait is it Ed Kemper who has like no 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 who was that killer who had the foot fetish oh was it Richard not Richard Spock. no 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 but one of it them was, there was he was an organ and he, he was, was the organ. photographer photographer figure. oh gosh that guy was yeah creepy. which I'm just like Girls, if if people ask you to shoot, take a friend with you. Like <laughs> Especially if men oh, ask you if you yeah. want to do a photo shoot. Oh hell no, girl. Um, I actually have a creeper story. Do you guys oh. want to hear it? <laughs> yes. Of so little eighteen year old me, and this is seriously just a warning to everyone, eighteen year old me, I got asked to do this shoot and um 
seriously the photographer was like oh I'm hopping in the shower just come on in I was like what like I mean nothing nothing ever happened and I waited for the makeup artist to get there I was just doing hair and you know all this stuff but it's just like later it came out that he was like going after girls like my and he was like in his 50s like oh no yeah it was I don't know so (sighs) please be careful people out here (laughs) like I don't know it's like with social media now it's like oh well yeah like I've seen their stuff on da 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 so it's fine but that's so not accurate at all I don't know no like you have to really be your own advocate well and actually touching too like I remember so many people were so mad because Zac Efron was playing Ted Bundy um uh-huh. yeah. and they were like no he's too handsome he's too charming but like back then he, like, Ted Bundy was like we have to realize that like these serial killers and people they're not like hiding in some dark alley looking like a scary person like they're everywhere they're like around us you know like yeah I think that's so important to remember and that was crazy like when you would see the interviews of like women outside of the courthouse like oh I don't know if he did it but he's really handsome like that has nothing to do with it he's no no <laughs> well and even yeah, like manipulative yeah and like Manson and all that. I don't know I don't know it's scary Yikes. scary anyway okay so let's talk about self-care because we like to yeah. talk about you know how we also like decompress from the day so what are your favorite rituals or routines like how do you kind of you know relax at the end of the day or your work week so I love masking obviously mm-hmm. right <laughs> um and I actually bought a facial steamer last year at the Sephora Ooh. sale and I really love that um I only do it once a week yeah. yeah do you love it it just, yeah, it feels like a little bit of a spa in my own mm-hmm. home. It's so yeah, nice. Yeah. Just my like, day off usually consists of, like, me masking, just lying on the couch for, like, a good 45 minutes and oh, just, yeah. like, taking that time to just relax. Yeah. yeah. No, and, like, either watching, like, a true crime documentary or, like, yeah. a more lighthearted <laughs> show. I don't know. I have to be honest. Sometimes I'm, like, okay, listen to a self-help podcast instead today or watch, like, Schitt's Creek or Parks and Rec or The Office because, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this stuff, like, it does kind of take a toll on you when you're reading about it all the time. Like, I was recently researching the Jeffrey Epstein case and I was, like, in a dark oh, hole that day because he is a disgusting, horrible human. But so I think it is really important, though, to, like, not only what you're doing, like, for your skin, like, masking and taking a bath and, you know, all of that. But I think it is important part of self-care is, like, listen to, like, your favorite music or listen to, like, like, read a book. Or I really love reading, Mm -hmm. actually. Um, I come from a family of two authors, so (laughs) it's, like, born in me. Um, Cool. Yeah, it's fun. So I think just, like, not only you know, doing these beauty rituals and all of that. But I think just, like, putting good stuff in your body, like, that you're taking in, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Sure. What are your, uh, what are some of your favorite masks that you like to use? Um, let's see. Okay, so I love Dr. Jart's Ceramidin mask. Have you guys tried that one? No, is it a sheet it's mask? It's a sheet or mask. Or is that, like, a long mask? It's okay. a sheet mask. It's $6.00. Seriously, like, one day I put it on. Britain was out of town, and I was picking him up from the airport the next night. So I used it that, let's say, Wednesday night, and then I actually worked a 13-hour day, 
and you know oh, my wow. makeup's all like blah and I pick him up and he's like your skin is glowing I was like what do you mean <laughs> I've literally been working for 14 hours and he's like no like what did you use <laughs> so it's like the ultimate glow it's very hydrating um Ooh. it just feels so good yeah it's amazing I like I keep at least one in my house at all times it's awesome um I just have you guys tried anything from peach and lily no um but I is Peach and Lily, um, that's not Charlotte Cho, is it? No, it's, oh gosh, what is her name? Yeah, I've tried, like, when they were not producing their own product, yeah. I've purchased a few things, like, the right, their other stuff that they were curating. Is that Alicia Yoon? Yeah, Alicia Yoon. Okay, that's right. Um, is Peach Slices part of Peach and Lily? Yeah. Because I've tried some of their masks from Target, and they're honestly one of the best sheet masks for, really? like, $2. I'll have to yes, try yeah, those. and they smell—they smell so good. They're like that nice, like fresh herbal, citrusy smell, mm-hmm. but they're also like soaked in essence. You could really just take whatever's left in the package yeah. and like ship it if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are really good. So peach slices, like they're like the little sister of peach and lily. Okay, I'm gonna try that for sure. Um, well, yeah. they have a resurfacing mask that I actually saw Namvo posted. So you know, of course, I had to go buy it because I'm obsessed with her. Um, (laughs) but it's, I think it was like, hold on, I'm pulling it up on their site really quick. I think it was like $20, $24. Like it wasn't crazy expensive. It's like a pretty big, maybe it was like 30, but it's decently big, but it's their resurfacing mask. Um, Mm -hmm. and it has AHA, BHA, and then it has, um, algae in it and it has aloe. So I like, I actually got sunburned last week and I went and used that after because it's really gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love because I've used baby facial by drunk elephant, which I like, yeah. but it's intense. Like people are like, use it once a week. I can only use it about once a month, but I have very sensitive skin, but I would say really strong. Yeah. I would say this gives a similar effect, but I can straight up use this twice a week if I want to. Like it's yeah. really oh, that's, nice. Is that, is it a blue mm-hmm. liquid? Yeah. It's like a jelly. jelly looking thing? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, cool. and then I also, Let's see. I love Origins Charcoal Mask. That's a really good... They have some good masks. Yeah, they're amazing. And, like, they're such a good price point, I think. They're, like, not cheap, but not expensive. They're, like, a good medium. And you get a ton for what it is. I have the the Charcoal Honey Mask, and I've had it since Christmas, and I'm, like, maybe a third of the way in. It's crazy. Well, and I use their cleanser, and it lasts me, like, eight months. (laughs) The bottle. I'm, like, how is that? And it's, like... Does that check some balances? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard that's actually a good brush cleanser oh. for your makeup brushes. Wait, that's yeah. good to know. I should try that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice to just buy, you know, that. And, yeah, I I really like Origins. I think they're a great brand. Um, yeah, there's yeah, so many good I'm, masks. Um, so many good ones. I'm trying to think if there are any more. Yeah, I love those. Those are all great ones. Nice. Oh, um, oh, wait, wait, one more. Yeah. And you got well, yeah. I just remembered because you guys talked about it on your Sephora haul, the Belief uh, um, sleeping mask. Yes, I love oh, that. I love that mask. It smells so good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and it feels so good. What, what, yes, I want it on me all, all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And it doesn't, like, get all over your pillows. I don't get how. That's what I love. Yeah, it makes, like, a film. It, yeah. like, dries as a film. Yeah, it's amazing. The other one, I've tried the Laneige sleeping mask, but it's not the like same. It? I, I prefer the bleach. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can I say a mask that I think is so overhyped that I really don't like? Have you guys yes. tried the watermelon glow mask? Uh, 
I don't like anything that is an artificial fruit scent. So that <laughs> really put me off. I feel like it didn't even like hydrate my skin at all. I was like, does this have alcohol in it? Because it like, I feel like it's like that effect. It's like drying. It's bizarre. But people Ooh, love it. So I don't know if it just didn't react well with me, but I thought it was not worth the hype. Yeah, it's a little overhyped. Yeah. I what agree. I think is overhyped, but maybe it's not. I've never actually tried it. Is Glam Glow? Oh yeah. I tried it and I broke out like crazy. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like it's cystic. so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And my my cousin, she actually, I think it was like a Christmas set. So she got a lot of different little samples, and maybe I just didn't use the one that was right for my skin. But I was like, this, I'm not buying this again. Like, or I'm not. Yeah. Also, the packaging is, like, too much for Yeah, me. I agree. It's just kind of, like, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it does. I don't to know. To me, it's, like, an Instagram brand. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah, it's And totally not is. in, like, a good way of, like, Glossier kind of almost was like that. It's, like, right. it's like an Instagram slash YouTube brand that everyone, they're just sending everyone stuff, so everyone's talking about it. It's not because they like it. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so... Enough with beauty. I want to <laughs> hear about, let's talk about your favorite crime podcast, TV shows, spooky movies. Um, so yeah. what, what do you, what do you listen to? Um, okay. So what really got me into the true crime podcast world was my favorite murder. Yeah. Okay, too. Yep. Yes. Like so extra went and saw them live, drove to Vegas. Oh um, my God. Yeah, yes. Next level. <laughs> Um, no, I really loved My Favorite Murder. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't listen to it as much anymore. I know they took a break. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of, I still think they're amazing, but I think you can only do it for so long, which is sad for us too. But you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's why they started their network and stuff, but I still think they're amazing and I love them. But I just, I've actually been really into Crime Junkie lately. I love Ashley Flowers and how she just, to the point... I actually really like her, like, um, format of, like, the shorter episodes and just, like, very factual. Yeah, yeah you know, I love her voice. She has a good mm-hmm. voice. She does. She does. And, yeah, it's, like, you don't get to know her as well. Like, it's not as personal, but um, I don't know. I still like her. Like, or, yeah, mm-hmm. no, like, I still feel connected. You know, it's not, like, because do you guys ever listen to those podcasts and you're, like, this is being, like, narrated by a middle-aged man or a woman and they're reading off a paper and it's the most monotone freaking thing, but I want to know about this case. Yeah. Like, right. So. Yeah. And I, it is, it's not a personal, like they don't talk about themselves, but Mm-mm. she really does a good job of storytelling because yeah. she talks to her producer yeah. as if like, she's like, let me tell you about the story about this mm-hmm. person or whatever. And it, it's really informative. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think they do an amazing yeah. job. And I also really like how they do a lot of like, unsolved cases I think that's so cool and how they work yeah. with um what is that that they work with crime stoppers right and does it actually work for them or something or yeah I yeah she does do uh work with crime stoppers and I think they recently did a fundraiser I don't know if it was for crime stoppers but it was to help search for missing people and they raised over like 17 grand that's amazing yeah that's it was so really cool. cool that's really cool um I, I also yeah, love anything? like the story ones like the like where you're listening to the episodes and you're waiting next week for more information I like that too like cold or did you guys listen to Dirty John okay. or Dr. Death yes so, Doctor, was it Dr. Death that was horrifying it like ruined my life I'm like so I'm never going to a doctor again 
it's it fine. was so like visceral like the reactions i had to oh. some of the episodes was just it was a lot it but was. that was such a good one obviously the first honest i mean the second series of serial not my cup of tea but yeah, yeah. obviously the first one was um, amazing did you guys like up and vanish did you listen to that wait is i that think i have yeah, I, I think I've listened to a few of those. I also Up really liked... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've listened to one of those, where one of the girls goes missing in Colorado. Yeah. That yeah, and yeah. That, yeah. like, we're yeah, almost like, that. is this cult involved type thing? Yeah. 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 Um, Strange. I also really loved... Oh my gosh, and my mind just blanked. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um... Hold on, let me just check my... Oh, S-Town. Did you guys ever listen to that one? Yes. I think it was by... Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, that one just took, like, a turn. I mean, that's an old one. It definitely one. took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the one where the guy that, that fixes the clock? Yeah. Yes, okay, yes. That's right. That was really and interesting. And the town is just so strange. Yeah, and I thought that was an interesting one if you are interested in, like, human behavior, because it really was just, like, yeah. all over the place in that sense. What are your guys' favorites? Tell me what I need to listen to as well. Um, have you have you listened to the teacher's pet? I have it downloaded, but I haven't listened. Is it good? Oh, so good. Okay. Teacher's pet was really good to and listen to. And didn't they to. just like solve it or something? Yeah. Or no, yeah. no, no. They went into it knowing who it was, right? But didn't they convince them? They had them, a, they had an idea. Well, they had thought that it was the same the person that everybody has kind of thought, but it it's been almost like 30 years I think since this woman had had gone missing and they they just made an arrest (gasps) so it's a really fascinating story I just love that Uh, that's something I love about the podcast community is like all these like they're just getting all these justice for this these families and so totally um true crime obsessed Laura got me into Uh, them so good okay yeah you guys like sent me something and I was like uh haven't heard of them this is bad I should so I'm gonna go add them to my queue as well yeah Yeah, they're hilarious so they watch true crime documentaries and then kind of like talk about just the documentary and the case it's hilarious i like will have like cry laughing okay i'm excited because i do like when they add the comedy in because it gets a little dark sometimes yes it's yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like i and a girl they're friends they live i think they're out of new york and they Mm -hmm. just talk about a different documentary each week and they usually go episode by episode so Mm -hmm. um i think i i'm also subscribed to their patreon because they also do the really popular ones on their patreon they'll talk about Serial. Oh, nice. They'll talk about the jinx. So if you jinx. get obsession. into them, you should subscribe to their Patreon because okay, it's, cool. it's really good. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the Rex. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think we're at a good place. We're going to yeah. do a really quick double take. And what that means is we just talk about a subject. We give our little opinions on it. And they may be controversial. So don't be scared to, like, speak your truth. Okay. <laughs> um, so our double take this week is going to be, what are your thoughts on the beauty community? Um, like in what sense? Instagram, like, YouTube, beauty drama, product launches. Like what do you, what kind of thoughts do you have about how I mean, the industry has basically exploded over the last yeah. several years? Um, do you think that, I mean, do you pay attention to any yeah. of them? Like, are you... Is um, your finger on the pulse of the beauty community? <laughs> so, wait, and you guys are going to give your opinions too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I, if I'm being honest, I, 
I hate YouTube makeup tutorials. Like, I feel like it's changed people's expectations so much. It's changed the style. Like, I think it's calmed down a little now, but, like, YouTube makeup makes me crazy. Like, huge eyelashes, huge. I'm like, girl, look like yourself. Like, that's why, I think that's why I really love, like, Glossier and, like, that whole, like, community because it's, like, very natural, but it's still glowy. It's still adding color. It's still having fun with it. But when it's, like, Kardashian status, I'm, like, I'm going to rip my hair out. Like, like, because girls start all looking the same, and it makes me crazy. I'm, like, look like you. You can still have fun with your makeup. You don't have to wear a foundation that's three shades from your actual color. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it drives me crazy, but I also think that there's a good side to it, too. You know, like, there's, like, like I said, like, the Glossier industry or, like, Stuff like that. Like, I think there is a lot of good stuff. And I do have some YouTubers who I do like watching. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really love the whole aspect of product reviews. Like, I don't have to just try this out blindly. Like, someone can tell me about it a little. Um, Yeah, I don't watch YouTube tutorials. I love watching product reviews. And I love watching foundation swatching. And for some reason, watching somebody put on foundation is just like a really soothing thing for me (laughs) I love Um, who are your favorite people to watch on YouTube see I couldn't even name anyone though because that's like not that consistent (laughs) oh okay okay you know what I mean it's like oh I like I have this coming up like okay for example last week I was supposed to do fake tears on a commercial and I was like no clue no clue how to do that not even gonna lie so like it's nice that I can hop on YouTube and be like how do I do fake tears you know like Yeah, it's such a vast resource. Mm -hmm. And I think like we talked about this on our last episode, when you buy something now from like that's, you know, shown on Instagram, like a new launch, you're also getting all of the ways on how to use that product. based Oh, yeah, I liked that you guys were talking about that. I listened to you talk about that. You get, yeah, there's like a built in like education now, Mm -hmm. like you can just go to YouTube or go to Instagram and find out more. Whereas back in the day, you really didn't have anything. Like when we were kids, there was no information about how to use stuff. And so I see a lot of people, a lot of women now in their forties and fifties coming to makeup counters being like, I have no clue what I'm doing because there's just too much right now. There's a lot of products and I don't know what I'm doing. It's overwhelming. Or it's, yeah, it's super. And I think if I wasn't in the beauty industry, I would have absolutely no idea what is Mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, And so I feel, I totally understand how people feel, like, super overwhelmed, don't know where to start. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I think, like, I I don't remember if I mentioned this on our episode of my podcast or of yours, um, Mm -hmm. but how, like, young girls now, like, they don't look 14. Like, it's not like we were 14. (laughs) And I don't know how I feel. Like, I don't love that. I'm like, girl, like. Yeah, like hum- like it humbles you your awkward stages right like what, I think what, everyone I has to understand. go through it but with Instagram and Pinterest and they like do this full face and look 25 and I don't know yeah what I don't understand is I make and like you're why are you masking it right like yeah. I'm of the mind it's like I want to see skin I like yeah seen actual texture and like people have pores you mm-hmm. like skin tune you don't skin tune in real life like that's not no. the first face no. real life. <laughs> like I hate seeing like over face tune face you're like oh Ooh, I geez. hate that 
cringe. So like, who I love And they're trying to be like, yeah. this foundation. You're like, we're not seeing any of your foundation, so. Right. Yeah, and, like, I love Katie Jane Hughes on Instagram because yeah. she's like, yeah, this is my face. Like, <laughs> this is what yeah. looks like in a photograph. Like, I'm not going to change the way I look. Like Exactly. So I love that skin texture. It, like, there's, like, that little niche in Instagram, like, you know, Glossier and mm-hmm. You know, and like Katie like that, and like texture, Vo. yeah. Although everyone um, Nambo touches has perfect texture, so it's like almost I not fair. Know. It's like yeah. not realistic. <laughs> I think that, especially when it, it comes with age, to kind of be more comfortable and not really care so much about putting, I don't know, like a perfect face or a perfect yeah. body out there. Yeah. I think it's hard because kids nowadays have phones, they have Snapchat, they have Instagram, and it's you're always striving for this like perfection and it's just not what reality is. And it kind of makes me sad that there's a whole generation of people growing up with like even more body insecurity because of what they're seeing on online. I know. I'm just like sad. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, and I'm like, Oh, I just worry about like my future kids. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I think with like the um, industry, like I'm like film all of that like editorial it's like I meet these models and I'm like wow you're beautiful but I know like this is why this is your job like I don't I think I have right. a different perspective because if I see a picture of a model I'm like no she literally was like born that way and that's her job mm-hmm. it's not like every girl right. is looking like that where 14 year old girls on Instagram are like oh my gosh I should look like that and it's like no that's why they're hired for that like yeah, it's yeah. Just, you know what yeah. I mean. It's just, it's just a yeah. whole different, yeah, totally, whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I think we're at a good place to end. Yeah. So, how can our listeners find you? How can they listen to your new podcast that's coming out? Um, so it will be on all platforms. It should be. I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my Instagram is makeup masking and murder. And you can also just check out my, like, makeup artistry and beauty page at Styled, with a D, Styled by Abigail on Instagram, and then also my website. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I am launching September 9th. I'm so excited. Oh, it's coming up soon. That is so exciting. Yeah, so I'm very excited. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, getting oh to talk gosh, to you about everything. Oh, my gosh, you guys are so fun. Everything. You guys are I so hope fun. We get, I, oh, thank hey. you. You too. It's been a blast. You have some really good, in, like, you know, you have a totally different set of expertise, like, in the field. So we are so happy to, like, get to know how all of that works. And thank we you. love talking about crime. So. <laughs> yes. No, I feel like there are future episodes coming for sure. We're yes. going to have to collaborate yeah, okay. more. And maybe I'm, a little Halloween special. No. We should. We should talk like Halloween yes. makeup. Okay. We're like, gotta get off the air and plan this. <laughs> so into fun. it. So Okay, fun. well, thank you so much, Abby. Thank and you guys for having me. Yes, and we'll hopefully collab in the future. Thank you yes, so much again. Absolutely. Thank you, and have a good week. Bye. 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 Bye.